The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. All right, welcome to another edition of The Daily Witness. And joining me in the studio tonight is my wonderful wife and co-host, Megan van Vieren. Hey everyone, welcome back. And we are talking about the reality of God. We're talking about how real He is. Mm. He is very real. But unfortunately, He is not real to a lot of people. And, you know, when you have that personal relationship with Him, and like you just you come to a place in your walk that you that's just something like I, I said in the previous episode. Um, I just came to a place, Job chapter thirteen. Um, it says, "Though he may slay me, you know, oh. yet will I trust in him." Mm. And that was a quality decision that I made because I knew, like I knew, like I knew, like I knew that he existed. I knew he was real. I knew he was there. And I knew that there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I don't know scientifically why I can't see him with my natural eyes. Um and that's okay. I said I I don't care about all that stuff. Well you I can't see the air you breathe either, yeah. but we believe in that. Oh that's good. <laughs> That's good. But anyway, um, you're just I'm just going to throw this out there mm. for, for those people who say, yeah, you know, that is actually quite true. Uh, you can't see God with your eyes. Well, let me help you out with that. Um, if you go and read about him, number one, Jesus said in the Gospels, God is a spirit. <laughs> That's what he said, right? And if you go and read First John, it says God is light. So we're not talking about the light bulb when you switch on uh, when you, you when you flick a switch and the, it lights up a room. Mm. We're not talking about that. We're talking about light. We're talking about light in its rawest form. Um, that's that stuff could actually incinerate a person. It and it travels at such a tremendous speed. They've measured light and we know that light travels at 186,000 miles per second. We know that. Um, And we also know that our natural eyes cannot see at the speed of light. We know that. That's why we cannot see angels or demons or God himself unless God reveals it and he helps us to see him. And there's times, there's a lot of people that have seen Jesus or they've seen angels and that type of stuff. You see that by the gifts of the Spirit. That's the only way you can, you need the help of the Holy Spirit in order to see him or angelic beings and so forth so but there i stood wet beyond the ears didn't know anything i said god i'm just 
I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy to be a part of your family. And, man, even if I make you mad as a hornet's nest <laughs> and you should strike me, I said, I'll still believe in you. I just wanted to hang out with him. I just wanted to be. And I just, I didn't want, I said to him, I don't want anything in return. I don't want stuff. I don't care about that stuff. If I get blessed along the way, that's good. I mean, that's, um, that's awesome. I just want to hang out with you, man, because you're real, you know, and you're so wise. And I want to learn off of you. And I want to talk to you. And I did. And as I said in the previous episode, I'd sit and uh, late at night when it's quiet. And I wanted no disturbance. That's, that's me and daddy time. And no one going to come in and disturb me. And, you know, I switched the lights off. I didn't want to be distracted by anything. I just wanted, I just wanted that darkness um, to block out anything that could be a distraction. So I could just focus and just zone in on him. And then I just talk to him. And man, I just talk and talk and talk. And oh, he loved it so much. He just soaked it up. I knew, I knew, like I knew um, that he was enjoying it. In my little, my little baby spiritual walk at that <laughs> time, you know. Now, there are a lot of Christians that don't make that kind of quality decision mm. and a lot of them uh, and and i'm talking about atheists as well i'm talking about sinners just you know sinners that's they open to it you know we're open to it we you know we heard about jesus we don't have a problem with that i mean i like the guy um, i don't know too much about him they say nice. um but they don't make that move mm. so to speak and the scripture says, and, and I've mentioned it in the previous episode, and I just want to read it um, from James chapter 4, verse 8. And it says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Mm. He will. That will happen. Uh, can I just mention something quickly that, mm. that just reminded me of? There was a, a, a broadcast between... Uh, Billy Brim mm. and Gloria, mm. and they were talking about God being real. Yeah, and um, they were just going through some stories, some testimonies, and things like that, and words that they've been given from God, you know, through their lives. And and uh, Billy was saying, I believe it was her son. Mm. I think it's Chip. Yes, yes. Um, yes. He, God actually said to him, like. The relationship between us and him is like a chess game. Yeah. You make a move, then God makes a move. Yeah. Then you make a move, and God makes a move. Yeah. You are the one who makes the first you move. Have, it, it, there's, you've got to be active. You've got to yes. do something you on your part. You have to get off the bench. Yeah, you've got to get off the bench, as mm. we said in the, in the previous episode. Um, you know, if you play sports... Mm. The, the main aim is you want to be on the field. You don't want to be on the bench. Mm. And so if you get injured on the field or there's some foul, um, you get a red card or a yellow card, whatever the case may be, and the captain says, you've got to get off, you've got to go to the bench. And then someone gets up off of that bench and they replace you. And when you're sitting on the bench, you are just sitting watching the game. You're wearing all the right clothes. You're wearing the soccer togs. Got to wear the soccer togs. If yeah, you're, you're at you're that there. tournament and everything. Yeah. 
You've got your number. Crowd's You've, going wild. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I always played left wing when I played soccer. I know I'm left wing. I'm wearing my, my uniform. I've got my soccer togs. But if I'm not on that field, I'm doing nothing. Mm. I'm not experiencing the game. And when the match is over and all the guys are talking about it, oh, we did this and we did that and that, that, that type of thing, I can't talk. Yes. Even though there was a match, even though they played, there was a soccer ball there. I, I can't talk. I, I didn't experience it. Yes. And so that's what we're talking about here. He says in James chapter 4, verse 8, he says, draw near to God. You draw near to God. You must do it. Mm. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Not might. He will. Now, I didn't even know that scripture existed. I just wanted to draw near to him. I didn't have proof that he existed. But I just believed that I got born again. Mm. And if I got born again, he is the one that gave birth to my spirit. I knew he existed. Yes. I knew he was there. And I just, this is what I was waiting for for my whole life, you know. And I just want to read also Hebrews chapter 11. And I want to read verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. So if you don't have faith, you've got to come to terms right now. It is impossible to please him. Watch this. For, that's, that's not the end of the verse. We're still in verse 6. For... He that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So what are we seeing today? We're seeing Christians yeah. going to God and praying for things. Yeah. But... They don't actually believe that he is. That he is. Yeah. That he exists. So they're, they're not drawing. They so they wishfully going. They're going. Yeah. Uh, well, what other choice do we have? We we must not pray because yeah. I mean this is what the the doctors are saying. What other choice do we have? So let's pray and see what happens. Yeah. Because and and I'm thinking, no, you pray. First, because you know that he is. That he is. You go to him, and I tell you, you have his full attention. Now, the the Old Testament, we're talking about the Jews now. When they were out there, the very presence of God, the Shekinah glory of God, the Shekinah glory of God. Some people pronounce it the Shekinah, if you're if you, uh, a Jew. And you speak Hebrew, the Shekhinah glory of God, um, the reality of his existence, light himself. In other words, to us, daddy, <laughs> dad, I know you back there. He was in the, the holy of holies, they called it. There was the inner court and then there was the outer court. They knew that he was there. His presence was there. It wasn't, it wasn't a myth. It wasn't some idea. Him, 
He himself was there. And there was That's a clear bad. indication because they respected it. Oh, yeah. They and, feared it. And there were things that happened that they saw firsthand. And there was no one that doubted that there's no one in there. No one. They all knew, hey, he's there. In fact, they came to a place where um, there were some things that happened and Moses was in charge that time and they said, because uh, um, they were very scared. The God told them, Cleanse yourselves. Here's some of you, your arms are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> clean it. Clean your clothes. That's what, that's God is very, very clean. That's where cleanliness is next to godliness. That's where that whole thing comes mm. from. Um, God told them, clean your clothes. And he said, uh, make yourselves, you know, make yourselves nice. Because I'm coming to visit. <laughs> and when he came there and he said, don't touch the mountain. He said to them, don't touch the mountain. Now, he wasn't being nasty. There was scientific things. There was geographical things. There's biological things taking place. They had no idea of. And he was doing it for their safety. Don't touch the mountain. He told them not to do that. He told them to do that. Don't touch the mountain. Hey, what do you think they went and did? They touched the mountain. Mm. Some drop dead. Drop plane dead. And then they want to say, God killed them. Yeah. So, no, your stupidity did. <laughs> so they stood there afterwards and they said to Moses, okay, you go and talk to him. We'll just hang back here and you can tell us what, what he told you. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, now you want to listen. <laughs> so they, they were always well aware of his presence and as long as the presence of god was inside of israel and they did everything that was right they weren't attacked and they were well protected and they prospered and the blessing was doing so well it was allowed let me say it like this it was allowed to flow inside of Israel and it was allowed to develop and mature and bear beautiful fruit and the people had a joyous time. Mm. Now, um, what I'm saying is, you know, they were well aware. Every time you're walking past the temple, you're going to granny's house, you know, or you're taking a, a, a walk in the forest and you go to walk past the temple, you know, you're looking at the temple and you know he's in there. Wow. You know he's in there. Mm. If I just, even if I touch this wall, he's on the other side. And he knows I'm touching the wall. You know, that type of thing. I just, I'm just thinking of something now quickly. Mm. I, I'm just laughing now because, you know, sometimes when you pray, you look in the corner of the wall and then I you know, always say, that. Lord, I know you're not there. I'm sorry, you know. And it's so funny because you know he's in you. Yes. But it's just like you need to look at something. I just I just thought about that now because <laughs> even when you walk, yeah. we used to walk past a church, yeah. you know, you have this like, you know, God's there kind of yes. um, thing yes. um, until you realize he's yeah. actually in you and you don't need to do that. But yeah. So they, as as a as a Jew, or um, before they became just Jews alone, um, Israelites, when they were there and they passed the tabernacle, they knew you can't help but look at that, and the the presence, his presence became tangible. No one doubted 
you know. Yes. There's no God. Oh, how do we know there's someone really inside that tent? This could be a big oak here by these priests type of thing, you know. Um, no one doubted that. Mm. No one struggled with that. Everyone knew. They came to a place and there's, you, you know, you a priest, you do what you need to do. And you weren't allowed, if Israel moved at that time before they built it out of stone, um, it was made originally as a tent when they were moving in the desert. If you were not part of, if you were not called into ministry, let's put it to you that way. Yes. If you were not called into ministry, you were not a Levite. You were not of the tribe of, of, of Levites. You were not allowed to even help um, uh, disassemble the tent, the, the, the um, torp. And the cufflings and the, the, you know, the poles, you weren't allowed to touch that stuff because that was reserved strictly for the Levites. The, the, the Levites were the only ones that could disassemble and assemble and carry it. And you knew that was God. Mm. You knew. But now coming over here into this, um, you know, the, the gospel Christianity was birthed out of Judaism. The Jews were supposed to spread the, 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 the good news. They were supposed to do it, but they kept it to themselves. <laughs> and so um, Christianity was birthed out of Judaism. And now it's spreading around the world. Now you're dealing with a westernized culture. And kids that are raised, and I'm talking about in this modern day now, mm. we're fast-forwarding 4,000 years, um, that there, in those days, it was ingrained in them. As a little kid, you, 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 you grew up, you knew there were prophets in the land, you knew there were priests in the land, you knew there were kings in the land, and you knew there were um, synagogues, and there were rabbis, and that was your culture. That was part of who you were. You knew God was over there in that temple, and they wouldn't even they wouldn't even call him that. Today, they blaspheming left, right, and center in movies. In, in back in those days, um, they knew his name, but the Jews deliberately took his name. And took some vowels out of it to hide his name. That's how much respect they had for him. And we get today um, like Yahweh and um, uh, his name is just, they just got four letters now left in uh, today uh, of his name. That's how much they reverenced it. And that's how much it was, it was holy. So they know him as Yod Hey Vav Hey today. Mm. Um, but no one knows what his name is. And so they deliberately wanted to lose his name. So it would not be passed down to generations so that no one would have, um, an opportunity to blaspheme or call out his name wow, in vain. Yes. That's how much they respect. And yeah, you got these movies and, you know, calling out. They don't call out the devil's name. It's kind of no. weird. Or they don't or call other out. other religious. Yeah, other religious gods. gods. But 
over there, that was your culture. That was your whole life. You grew up with that. You were aware of that. And they referred to him as Hashem. That, that's it. They just knew him as Hashem. That's all they wanted to call him. And in English, that just means the name. That's it. That's the kind of respect and, if I can say, honor they give him. Mm-hmm. You know, And you come over into this westernized world and it's not part of your culture at all. And you're preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the very God that got fed up living inside of that tent. Yes. You know, he didn't want to live in that tent. Mm. But that's all he he could put up with because he was waiting for the Savior to come. And he couldn't go out there because he is so holy and he's so pure that when they touched the mountain, he said, please don't touch the mountain, baby. Please don't touch the mountain. Ah, You know, we're going to be a bit... Ons is like a stupid. They touched the mountain, they dropped down dead. Mm. And it wasn't because he was being nasty. And it was out of love that he it said, was out Don't of love. touch he said, the mountain. Because what he, what he was saying in essence is, you, you got sin in you and you can't come near to the light. You will drop down dead. Mm. And that is why we had to get born again. Yes. And we preaching that, that father, that creator, he wants to be known as a father. He wants to be seen as this awesome loving God that just cannot get enough of his kids mm. he really can't I mean think about it he wanted to dwell with them even putting up living in a tent and seeing only the high priest once a year I mean that is love mm. that is love and you got people today you try and talk to them about him and they don't know if he exists yes they, they still don't know. So how can you, if you don't even know that he exists first, how can you pray a prayer and still expect it to be answered exactly. by a whim? I mean, exactly. come on, man. You can hear by the way people speak where they are in their relationship with yeah. him. Um, when there's still doubt, there's no intimacy. You know? Yeah. Because it's it's... If someone says to me, um, like I'm trying to use us as an example. I mean, yeah. we've been together for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, I'm not 100% sure if, you know, if you would be uh, unfaithful or whatever, you mm. know. Um, like, then I don't know you. Yeah. Then I, d- I don't know you. I haven't spent enough time with you to know you. But I can't say that because we are together all the time yeah we it's hard to say but um you know that we're supposed to be intimate with god so yes. you and i have got an intimate relationship in every sense of the word so we know each other on every level mm. and there's no doubt in my mind mm. ever i mean that doesn't even enter my mind yeah. and that's how god wants us to be with him yeah to have that relationship with him where we never question him. We never doubt him. Yeah. We just believe everything he says. And a lot of people say, oh, that's blind faith. Yeah. No, that is confidence yes. in the father that you serve. It's knowing yes. someone. And I also find that what they do is when... There's nothing blind about it. Exactly. Mm-mm. Um. 
he isn't they 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 come with this father with a capital letter mm. it's still not intimate yeah it's you have to go from father to dad yes he's your dad yeah. and no it doesn't minimize his deity of who he is yes. it doesn't make no, it doesn't. him less of a god but it makes you more aware that he is an actual being and he is your daddy yeah he is your father like your earthly father is to you you know he will comfort you when you're sad and he's rejoicing when you're happy and if you need something he's got it for you you know what happens when a little girl uh, gets hurt she runs to her daddy oh daddy i did cut my knee <laughs> you know then daddy will quickly patch it up yes. you know and uh. daddy's like let me kiss your boo boo you know <laughs> and like that's the relationship I have with yes, God yeah. because I see him as my dad. Oh, and that's what he absolutely yes. delights in. That's his favorite part. He's like, stop looking at me like I'm this big, mighty God yeah. and you separate it. You yes. know, he's like, I'm your dad. Yeah. I want to hug you and I want to love you and I just want to supply you. I yeah. just want to take care of you because I love you. Yeah. But they don't know that about him. And the thing is, you know, like um, going back here to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, but without faith it is impossible mm. to please him. For he that comes to God must believe, must believe, must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And what's the scripture from James that talks about the, uh, the double-minded man? Oh, yes. I mean, let's think about that. When you're yeah. in doubt, you, you're not fully believing. So. Yeah. You, you go to God in prayer, believing you're going to receive something, but because you don't fully believe, you're like the wind tossed, tossing to the seed and to and fro. Yeah. So you, you cannot believe that you're going to receive anything from God. Um, actually, let me just uh, check that uh, verse out. Um, yeah, it says, verse 7, Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. James chapter 1, verse 7. And it's not him withholding. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people praying prayers mm. and they don't believe that he is. Yes. You know, they are not confident of his existence. Mm. You know, they, they sit out there and when you want to testify, they look at you as if you loony. Mm. That you making this stuff up. Hey, I'm looking at you as if you loony because you haven't experienced him yet. Yes. Jeez. You know, how long is it going to take before mm. you come over and say, wow, you're actually telling the truth all the time. You know, we, we have these unique experiences with him that uh, because we draw near to him and purely out of innocence, we, we believe that he is, and then he manifests himself mm. to us, which we're going to have to talk about in the next episode, because guess what? This episode ran out of time. Okay, so there's the second five minutes. <laughs> Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper? 
all funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website www.thedailywitness.co.za There you'll find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you're inside of South Africa, use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes. If you're outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. If you have enjoyed today's Daily Witness podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Van Peeren Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.za. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.